let's fucking go. We stole one. We got one in Madison Square Garden. That was not necessarily what uh, many people were expecting. Y'all know me. Y'all know I'm always positive in regards to the outlook of this team. And I believe that we could walk on day home court and steal a win. And that's exactly what happened. This is why you believe in your team, right? This is why you don't count them out, especially we don't have our pieces. We're playing with house money for the most part, and we got nothing to lose. And Cavs went out there and played like that for the most part. Yes, yes, as Dr. Claw 77 says down here, fuck them refs. I'm I'm fully on board with that. I don't know what, I don't know how deep into the pockets the New York Knicks are for these refs, but uh, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. So I, I don't understand some of these calls uh, that were being given to them, but you know, it didn't result in a win. That's what I can say. Cavs bit, uh, win by the score of 95 to 89. You absolutely have to love that victory. They went out there and gutted that one out. Uh, obviously, you know, the big star of the game, uh, you know, from an offensive standpoint, Donovan Mitchell, 30 points, six boards, four assists, nine of 22 from the field, six of 15 from the three-point line and he did it everything man i mean you could clearly tell down the stretch that he was gassed right and so in my head i'm like well shit because you heard the interaction i believe i think probably picked it up on the new york broadcast but there was a funny if really not so funny reaction i guess or interaction rather between jb and donovan where he called donovan out for taking a shot when he was tired and donovan responded that yeah i'm fucking tired and you can see why, right? He's He doesn't have a whole lot of help out there in the starting unit, as evidenced by, yet again, Don was the only other person that, uh, the only other person that scored in double figures tonight in the starting unit was Evan Mobley. 14 points, eight boards, five assists. Evan Mobley filled the stat sheet up himself. But there's just not enough help being given out to Mitchell to not have him on the floor for a long duration of time. But to me, the most impressive part of tonight wasn't even Donovan Mitchell. Like, I'm very fucking happy that Donnie went out there and balled for the most part, especially in the first half because he got kind of cold in the second. Uh, but to me, my start of the game, Tristan fucking Thompson, the 32-year-old relic, <laughs> looks like he might have actually secured himself a nice little contract by the end of this offseason, if he continues to keep this play up, right? Uh, and obviously, we, this is a very fucking small sample size. But Tristan Thompson, in this type of environment, this type of matchup, this is absolutely what we needed. We needed that physical presence out there. And he only played 13 minutes. But that was some of the most impactful basketball that he, you know, that, that we've gotten from a reserve this season. And I, I do not say that lightly. Yes, Dr. Claw again down here. Double T with three straight good games. If it's not apparent to you guys, Double T should probably be the Cavs' backup five when they want to go against more traditional-sized bigs off the bench. Sorry, Damian Jones. Your minutes probably are completely gone now. Uh, and I wanted to I wanted to believe in Damian. I still haven't quite given up on him, but clearly Double T still has something left in the tank. And as long as he's giving you good production off that bench, you got to keep playing him. Because the, the thing that we all love about Double T, right, is that He's not going to request the ball, right? He's just going to come in, do his job, you know, grab some boards, play some defense, and he's not going to bitch about touches, which is what you love. So that's absolutely uh, amazing production out of him, and he's probably earned that role. And he, it's obviously, you know, if the Cavs elect to go 9 to 10 deep, 
Double T might see consistent minutes, but it's probably closer to him not getting that than than him actually being within the rotation. What's up, guys? I see you down there, Carl. Uh, organic fish paste. Yeah, I see you guys in there. Uh, what's up? Talking to Grub and Media. I'm feeling good tonight. I, I really was not sure how I was going to feel because I, you know, I went live last night, but I'm feeling really good. I could not not get on here after stealing one in Madison Square Garden. And, you know, throughout the game, one of the things I got to teach myself is to just stop responding to some of these people on here because it's just always negative when I'm live tweeting the game. Um, And everybody is just so down on this team for some reason. And this right here, I hope some of y'all can just take some of this positivity that I've been trying to throw your way and and see how far it gets you. When you're when you're watching this team, you actually believe in them and you're not constantly negative. Have a much better outcome. I'm telling you guys. So for me, I have to learn to stop responding to everybody. Uh, but for you guys, I just I, I really hope that you you're taking what I'm saying into consideration. This team has a bright future. They really do. They have a bright future. We still didn't have Darius Garland tonight. We still don't have Jared Allen. Still don't have Ty Jerome. Uh, but still was able to go out there and gut out a win. And one of the things that I just have to bring this to everybody's attention: people have been shitting on George Niang. Uh, you know, since the season started and from an offensive standpoint, Niang wasn't much better tonight, uh, only going one of six from the field and one of three from three point range. But can we just talk a little bit about the, 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 uh, y'all got me stumbling over my words. Can we talk a little bit about the play on the defensive side of the ball? He held up against Julius Randle really well. And I get some of that was just Julius just looking ass tonight. Julius Randle was held under 10 points. This motherfucker scored six points tonight with George Niang as his primary defender. He went three of 15 from the field. I don't want to ever hear anything about Julius Randle again, bro. I don't want to hear nothing from Knicks fans about Julius Randle again. You got shut down by George Niang, who, quote unquote, was you guys were supposed to eat his, uh, you know, eat him for lunch. I don't want to hear nothing about Julius Randle again after that game. Three of 15 from the field with George Niang as your primary defender. Oh, of six from the free throw line under uh, <laughs> just six boards. And, you know, George wasn't the only one out there, obviously, who gave a very, very solid. Yeah, he ain't that good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kind of agree with that. I'm I'm not necessarily a big fan of Randall to begin with, but to see him get shut down by George Niang of all people on the defensive end, the slow, uh, you know, what we deem out of shape and NBA standards, white guy. And you got him, you got him by at least 20 pounds. I'm, I'm certain in this matchup. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything ever again about Julius Randall from, from Nick Spann. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a small victory within itself right there. And then you look elsewhere here, like, Yes, Jalen Brunson scored 24 points, but guess what? It was on 8 of 23 from the field, and a big proponent of that was Ice Kakura, who obviously got into foul trouble early, and I think he had four fouls heading into the third quarter. Um, and he, he did play 31 minutes tonight, only scored two, so I was really hoping that he kept the double-digit scoring affair back, uh, you know, kept it going, but obviously that didn't happen tonight. But I'm very, very pleased with the production we got out of him from a defensive standpoint. He he held his own tonight against Jalen Brunson, as he typically does. I absolutely loved it. And so Nick Stars struggling 
Um, you know, Mitchell Robinson, he was his typical, very, very impactful self out there grabbing 16 rebounds uh, in, in, in little over 32 minutes. And we obviously know that's what he excels at, right? And the Cavs just didn't often have an answer for him. So, uh, you know, again, that's why you have Tristan Thompson out there a lot of the time when they're when you're trying to play and match up with those minutes but Mitchell Robinson did his thing tonight I still got to give it up to him outside of that man Knicks just didn't have a lot going on tonight overall the Knicks shot just 35 percent from the floor if that tells you anything Cavs defense was on one they were on one they did they did the job tonight they held them to 35 percent from the floor get this 17% from three-point range. Holy shit. They held them to 17% from three-point range. And I know the Knicks are not a good shooting team. That Everybody knows that. But still, the, 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 the defense of this Cavaliers team, D to the game like this, especially in an environment like that, to get the monkey off your back uh, in the Donovan Mitchell area uh, era, this was a big-time win uh, away from home, right, on their home court. This is something that you can look to and say, hey, you know what? No matter how many men we're down, no matter who is out there, if we can galvanize ourselves, we can win. The Cavs have been competitive in damn near every game they've played this season. Every single game. So I don't know how, you, how the fuck you can watch this team and not feel really, really good about the potential prospect of getting everybody healthy. Don't I, I just don't get it. So I really... I really hope you guys are paying attention to what is occurring here. There were there there were guys up and down this lineup tonight who played really really big roles in in bringing this victory uh, to Cleveland. One of them who you know I've been a huge fan of since we draft well not drafted him since he was picked up undrafted rather is Craig Porter Jr. Very, very good minutes tonight. I remain a fan of him. The only question mark in Craig's game at this point in time is his ability to uh, knock down the three ball, right? Nobody respects him from range because he's not confident enough to actually do that. He hasn't shown you, at least at the NBA level, that he's capable of doing that just yet. We didn't see it in summer league. Um, I believe at Wichita State, he was around 35, 36% from three-point distance on low, lower volume. And so when he gets that perimeter shot, if he ever develops one, he is an absolute no-brainer for this rotation. And I, I do not say that lately. Even with Ty Jerome still on the roster, if, if Craig Porter Jr. can still keep giving up efforts like this, you got to go – with Craig Porter Jr. And that isn't even over a guy like Jerome once he does get healthy. Uh, elsewhere, you have Karis LeVert, big time minutes off the bench. Karis basically your sixth starter, right? 19, uh, 19 points, six rebounds, five of six, six of 14 from the field, three of four from three point range. Ha- hit one of the most important triples of the game down the stretch to kind of put the lead back up there because Cavs are letting it slip. <laughs> they started to let it slip as we've seen them. Uh, do to open this season, but Karras was pretty impactful last uh, tonight in his 31 minutes. Absolutely loved everything he gave the Cavs tonight. So I was suffice to say, I was really excited to get Levert back tonight. We needed another shot creator. We needed somebody else who could go out there and get their own shots. What I was surprised to see, and uh, you know, maybe I missed something here. Maybe I didn't see something, but Amani Bates. Didn't play tonight. Something going on with Amani. Maybe you guys, uh, you know, as you're checking out social media and whatnot, maybe you guys can keep me up, 
me uh, up to date on that, but I was really surprised that we didn't get an Amani appearance tonight and that we only got Craig. But I can't argue with the results, right? We got to win uh, on their home floor makes you feel really good. And it makes you feel like we've come full circle because I don't, I, I really couldn't write it up any better. They, they come into our, our home court and beat us right at the rock. And then we go on their home court and we trade a win for a win. In my opinion, this was a much bigger win than they had considering we're still shorthanded. I just feel good, man. I, I'm feeling really good uh, about the result here. Uh, you can just continue to take little things from these wins and losses, and eventually they're going to add up. Uh, and tonight it obviously culminated at a win. You got some good contributions from up and down your lineup. Everybody, you know, is going to harp on the fact that Donovan Mitchell had to carry the gargantuan amount of the load tonight offensively. And you could clearly see that he's starting to wear down. So this, this win couldn't have come at a better time because now, you know, you get at least a day of rest before you travel to Indiana and, and take on the Pacers team again, who we know is obviously a very tough team within, uh, you know, themselves. So get Donovan Mitchell some fucking rest, JB. And I was honestly wondering whether or not he was going to sit him at least a, a minute or two down the stretch to let him regain his, uh, you know, regain his composure because it started to go off the rails a little bit. But he did end up knocking down one of the most impactful triples of the game and really just, you know, put the nail in the coffin in a sense. So couldn't be any prouder of these guys. Everybody really contributed tonight, even Max Strews. Um, you know, still his shot is kind of abandoned him. He went 0 of 5 from three point range tonight after experiencing a 1 of 7 from three point line uh, night last night. But he still was out there doing the little things, right? Two blocks, nine points, four rebounds, four assists, just three and nine from the field. But he was still contributing. And that's the most important. On nights when your shot isn't falling, you got to find a way to be impactful. Um, got to give a little bit of a shout out to Dean Wade, who also had one of the more clutch triples tonight down the stretch. He went two or three from the field, uh, including two or three from three-point range, right? So in those 20 minutes, giving you minutes at the power forward position off the bench, pretty impactful stuff. Couldn't feel any better about this one. As we go into Indiana, though, uh, we know how good of a team they have. I'm just curious to see what lineup they roll with because we could get another guy back, right? You really don't know when Darius is going to come back. Certainly don't know when Jared's coming back, but I'm hoping that as these couple of days keep passing by that uh, we start to return to a semblance of full strength. And as TuneIn Sports 1 says down here, yeah, the Okoro double-digit streak is over. Sucks. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I got to change it. Uh, I'm in the basement right now. Uh, Okoro double-digit streak is definitely over, but... Couldn't be any any more proud of his play on the defensive end against uh, one of the better guards in the East in Jalen Bronson. So absolutely love it. That said, I want to keep it short here as I didn't exactly plan to come on. But uh, as I always tell you guys, if you'd like to reach out, you can at It's Cavalier underscore pod on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and more. If you'd like to be added to the It's Cavalier Discord chat, you know what to do. Leave a rating, leave a review. Send a screenshot instead of review to itscavalier53.com. It's cavalier53 at gmail.com, and I'll send you that invite. Go, Caps.